Hello and welcome to Journeying Through Scripture podcast. I'm your host, Charles Hegwood, and today we are in Acts chapter 20 with an episode entitled Gospel Priorities. It is often all too true that where our priorities lie, there our hearts are also. It's true and often to our own shame. If I claim to prioritize God in my life, all one needs to do is to look at how much time I spend with God in prayer, in the Word, and sharing Christ with those around me. In this chapter, we will see that when God is first in our lives, it impacts how we relate to others, both believers and not, how we see our time and expend it, and how we live our lives. In the opening verses, Paul encourages believers in several locations. So first, in Ephesus, there had just been a riot. If you remember chapter 19, they had had a riot. They had to calm it down. It was all in confusion. So after the riot cools, he encourages a discouraged bunch. So let's look at that really quick in chapter 20. He said, after the uproar was over, Paul sent the disciples, sent for the disciples encouraged them, and after saying farewell, departed to Macedonia, where he's going to go and find more people. In verse 2, he said many words of encouragement. Then he came to Greece, and he stayed three months. The Jews plotted against him. Then he set sail and continued on. But interestingly enough, you see him twice encouraging the disciples. He He encourages the discouraged When God and His gospel is our priority, we will find ourselves sharing the gospel with those who do not follow Jesus and encouraging fellow disciples who are undergoing the stresses of life and facing opposition in ministry. So be rooted together in the gospel. So as I said before, how we spend our time tells what we love. And in this story, we have this, it's, a, it's an odd story of Atychicus, uh, who we, whose name means lucky. And we, we often focus on this part of the story. We, we focus on the boy who fell asleep and he falls out of a window and he dies during a long sermon. Paul spoke late into the evening and Atychicus is trying to listen. And he, he falls asleep and he falls like dead on the floor. And Paul raises him from the dead and continues on with his teaching. So in its... It's humorous. It's kind of a dark humor. I mean, it's not funny because the boy does fall out of a window, but it is funny because he falls asleep during Paul's long sermon, but Paul does raise him from the dead. The story ends with the boy going home and everybody encouraged and full of joy. But I want to focus in and zoom in on this story because we often focus on the boy who falls asleep. Preachers make the the joke of, you know, this is what happens when you fall asleep during my sermons. And it's, it's warranted. I get, I get it. Uh, because it's definitely there. So we're going we're gonna to look at verse 6 here in a second. Because I want us to focus on why Paul was speaking late into the night. And I want to kind of zoom in on the story a little bit. It, it's, a, it's a great story, but I think it t- teaches us a lot about how we spend our time. So we have in verse 7 here, On the first day of the week we assembled to break bread, and Paul spoke to them since he was about to depart the next day. And because he was about to depart the next day, he kept on talking until midnight. And there were many lamps in the room upstairs where we were assembled. And a young man named Atychicus was sitting on the windowsill and sank into a deep sleep as Paul kept on talking. It's somewhat humorous, let's be honest. 
When he was overcome by sleep, he fell down from the third story window and was picked up dead. Verse 10, but Paul went down and bent over him, embraced him, and said, don't be alarmed because he's alive. And after going upstairs and breaking bread and eating, Paul talked a long time until dawn, and then he left. And they brought the boy home alive and were greatly comforted. So there's, I guess, more encouragement from Paul. So we want to look at and zoom in on why was Paul speaking basically until dawn? So this is a like a marathon teaching session or sermon, if you will, because he was leaving. But he knew that as he was getting ready to leave, that more important than sleep and more important than preparing for travel was talking to those disciples about the Word of God because he saw that in them they needed to know more. They, they needed to learn as much as they could learn from him before he left. They lacked knowledge, so he spent extra time, not wasting time, to teach them. This was for Paul, sacrificial of his time. Paul also fellowship with them. Notice he breaks bread with them at the beginning. He breaks bread with them after healing Atychicus, and then he continues talking. So we often feel inconvenienced. Now, I want to put that in today's language. Where do we see this in our lives? Well, we often feel inconvenienced when we pray or read the Bible in the same way that Paul kept on teaching. I mean, do we struggle to make time to fellowship with the body of Christ or to share Christ with a friend? Do we struggle with making time to pray or to read the Bible or to spend time with God alone? If God is our priority, then we will spend most of our time with God and doing godly things and God-driven things. May we be called to give of our time sacrificially if need be. So now we want to continue on and go to verse 17 because we have this beautiful picture of Paul and the elders of Ephesus. And as Paul reflects on his time there, he recalls that he tried to display the gospel through how he lived. So let's zoom in on that and look. It said, now from Miletus, he sent to Ephesus and summoned the elders of the church. And when they had come to him, he said to them, you know, from the first day I set foot in Asia, how I was with you the whole time serving the Lord with all humility and with tears, notice the passion, and during trials, because they experienced trials together that came through the plots of the Jews. Verse 20, you know that I did not avoid proclaiming to you anything that was profitable or from teaching you publicly from house to house. So Paul demonstrates as he reflects back that his life was a display of the gospel and a display of how it is to love others as God loves us. He displayed God through how he lived. And as Paul lays out his plan to go to Jerusalem in the following verses, he knows and he tells them that he doesn't know what will happen. There's an unknown. He knows there's an element of danger in what he's about to go do. But he will go because he feels that the Holy Spirit is compelling him. And that will become a, a feature in the next few chapters. So let us live lives both in work life and church life that display the gospel. Let us be guided and compelled by the Spirit to live godly lives and to do things that glorify the kingdom of God. And finally, let us pray together for the purpose 
of kingdom growth. And I want to, as we, as we get ready to conclude this episode, I want to leave you with the prayer. And he, Paul says a lot in his goodbye to the Ephesian elders, and I really recommend you to go and dig through that. There's way too much to cover in this, but it's a beautiful scene. In verse 32, I, I love, he says, And now I commit to you, I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all who are sanctified. And he continues teaching there, but I just, those words, and then we, we get to the last scene where he's getting ready to say his goodbye. It says, and after 36, and after he said this, he knelt down and he prayed with all of them, and there were many tears shed by everyone. They embraced Paul and kissed him, and grieving most of all over his statement, they would not see his face again, and they accompanied him to the ship. It's a beautiful farewell scene of, of, a, of a group of people who loved Paul, and a, a group of people Paul loved because he had shared with them, and he had gone through trials with them. He had lived the gospel out for them. He had taught them well. He spent his life in Ephesus, those two years that he spent there, displaying the glory of God to them and building the kingdom of God. And they worked together with him. And it's this beautiful goodbye. I, I think when we live that life and we display God as our priority in the way we live, that it builds friendships like that. That when we say goodbye, they're they're hard to say goodbye to. I mean, this is an intense scene. There are tears. There's praying. Let us pray together for the purpose of kingdom growth. So as we wrap up this episode, we reflect that our priorities will always show our heart. It is in the way that we interact with each other. Are we encouraging or are we discouraging one another? The gospel is displayed in how we prioritize our time. Are you spending time in the Word? Are you spending time with God? Are you spending time telling others about God? And how we live and work and minister. Thank you for joining me in Acts chapter 20, and I look forward to joining you in the rest of Acts next time.